Well, after the Spurs got their season home opener going, now they're going to get their road opener game tonight out in Denver. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Five in San Antonio, uh, the home of the Spurs uh, TV. Uh, so if we want to check out some games, go check it out over there at Ken's Five. So what are we talking about today? Exactly that uh, Spurs Nuggets uh, clashing tonight out of the Mile High City. Be breaking down the game, giving us a preview, what to expect after, you know, uh, a great win for the young guys a couple of days ago out in the Alamo And also go to over some news and notes if we have some time. Who is helping me break down tonight's game? You know him, you love him, Casey Vieira. He is one part of Vieira's and SA. And, and a little bird tells me you have a new show, Casey. I Baller do. Brief. You know it. Got new stuff up today, new content. Check it out. Can you give us uh, a hint at what it is, or it's already out? Uh, no, it'll be up in a little bit. Um, just just a, a little, I guess, musings from last night's TNT game, I guess you could say. Just a little something up there. I, had, uh, you know, I was watching. I was like, all right, I have a couple thoughts here and there. And, um, yeah, posted it. A little, a little mellow something to take you into the weekend. But. I do, because I know a lot of listeners of this program love cynical conversation about Ben Simmons. A couple things I have posted about Ben Simmons already, if you want to check it out, as to, well, I guess at the time what I thought could have been a failed attempt to save the marriage, and now a different perspective, uh, why the marriage failed. So, yeah, the ball is brief. Go check it out. Yeah, exactly. Go check it out. Baller Brief on YouTube. Just search on YouTube, Baller Brief. Look for the guy that looks like clay thompson or is it clay thompson that looks like casey it's that way it's that way i like it that way yeah yeah i like that way too hey you know before we talk about tonight's uh, spurs nuggets games uh you know how's that situation philly gonna end i I cannot see it ending amicably at at this point now we got joel and b saying i don't care about that man we're not here to babysit uh uh, you know how's this gonna end casey uh, generally speaking, when, when your best player says, I don't care about that, man, probably not well for Ben Simmons, right? Well, mm. actually, no, probably well for Ben Simmons, I should say. Yeah. Because he, be he won't be in Philly anymore. It's going to be interesting to see if he plays tonight in this game against Brooklyn because yeah. that's, their, that's their home opener. There's no way he plays, right? There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. There's I mean, no way. Whether he's there in person or not, the Philly fans are going to let him know. He could be in California, and the, the, he could probably hear them from on, on the West Coast. I mean, that's how loud they're going to be. You know, if there's a one game this calendar year that I would have loved to have attended had I known in advance this Ben Simmons mess would be Philly's opener, home opener, just to hear that reaction. It's going to be brutal. Or whatever team he gets traded to, uh, his return back to Philly. That yeah. would probably be him as well, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think security will be tight for that game. Um, Yo. If and when he does get dealt. But you're not here for Philadelphia 76ers talk. You're here for some Spurs talk. And we're going to dive right into this. Uh, you know, Casey, the uh, Spurs uh, got off their uh, season on the right foot, you know, beating a team they should have beaten. Hey, look, Orlando's not going to be the defensive team of the year, but. Uh, hey, you know, it, it, with this Spurs uh, squad, how young they are, you take the wins where they come. Uh, your thoughts on uh, the home opener? You take the wins where they come. That's my thoughts. Uh, Simple as that, huh? 
simple, simple as that. Thank you for having me, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, Orlando right now, right now might not only be the worst team in the Eastern Conference, might be the worst team in basketball as a whole because they got a bunch of injuries, and even when they're healthy, they're not particularly great. And the Spurs, they played like they were playing a team that had a bunch of injuries and are not particularly great. And right. in that situation, they, they did pretty much everything you could ask them to do, right? And, mm-hmm. and they did it very efficiently um, in many of aspects in that game last night that, again, as you would expect, would have a, a lot of Spurs fans feeling pretty good about life and getting the year um, – you know, started off on a high note, and something that they're going to need because, well, they're getting thrown right into the gauntlet yeah. the rest of the way. Yeah, right? yeah, now, yeah, yeah, that was the funny games are over, uh, kids. It's uh, time for the real deal, and it's it's fast and furious. This just the first month is just out of control from tonight against Denver. You got the Lakers; they have a back to back already once they're done with the Denver Nuggets. Um, so yeah, it's going to be some uh, rough going for the rest of the month. But as Bruce Forbes said recently that he welcomes it, you know, you know, let's test the, let's test the team's metal, but it may be a little too early to gauge how they are. I mean, I'm just afraid this, I just hope this month is not the, uh, not a KO to the season, you know, because if they go something crazy under 500, it's going to be tough for them to claw out of that. Huh, Casey? Yeah. I think the thing though, you have to keep in mind is that, is that this is kind of what we're going to expect throughout the entire year. I know a lot of people are excited right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when that schedule came out, that was kind of a consensus, right? Mm -hmm. It was just pretty much, well, I'm going to start the year off on a high when we're two and nine or three and eight or or whatever it's, Mm -hmm. whatever it's going to be. And I don't want to say set the tone because I think that's a little strong, but I think, this early portion of the schedule will be part of the reason the Spurs for a good portion of this year will be playing catch up because one, it's tough. It's tough for literally anybody Two, It's tough for a good team. That's trying to figure things out along the way. And as time goes on, I think the Spurs are going to be playing their better basketball in the latter third quarter of the season to maybe make up a little bit of that ground and, mm-hmm. and make that final record look a little bit more respectable. But I don't know what Pop did at the start of the season to annoy the schedule makers, man, because it's yeah. tough. <laughs> it's yeah, tough. Uh, you, you, you know, the, the, at the end of the month, um, they may be just like, <laughs> you know, on life support or something. I don't know. But look, um, you know, we'll we'll worry about those games as they come. We got the Denver Nuggets tonight, you know, a great win for them beating the Suns. It was a thrilling win. Uh, and now they're at home at the Mile High City. The, a Denver team that – Let's just say, Casey, that has had the Spurs number. Overall, Denver has a 10-game winning streak against the Silver and Black, so it's going to be tough for the Spurs tonight out in Denver. But, uh, you know, it begins and ends with uh, the big man in the middle, Joker, Nikola Jokic. Uh, In his career, he just just sees Silver and Black, and he has, like, these career freaking numbers. through 20 games, that's just how many career games he's played against San Antonio, 20.4 points per game, 8.9 rebounds, 7.2 assists, 60% shooting, and 48% from the three line. So it looks like Pirtle and the big man core, just the Spurs overall, are going to have their hands full. I was going to say, so you're saying, so you're saying we have a chance. 
I'm, I'm saying we have a chance maybe outside the paint <laughs> because inside yeah. the paint we know uh, well I don't know Joker can play even outside the paint as well I mean he hits threes it's that long body he's you know look, yeah he's just, he's just a, a solid player bit. yeah he he's just I mean, incredible but fair. yeah I mean if you're being fair he's been doing that to about everybody for yeah two three years now just happens that he does it worse against the Spurs right yeah yeah exactly no no I bring I start off with Joker. Because in that opening uh, win versus Orlando to start the game, uh, you know, something that occurred uh, early and this concerning me as the season goes on is the big man depth. Because after uh, Jakob, it's, it gets thin and you have, you know, an unproven Jock Landale. Uh, Drew Eubanks is a you know, serviceable guy, but, you know, undersized considering, you know, who they're playing against tonight. Um, how uh, that to me that is a key matchup, you know, Pirtle what he does and tries to contain Joker as best he can. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's true to a degree um, in that he's the best defender, but it's not like Joker plays strictly free throw line below. You know right. what I mean? Joker, yeah. Joker, he plays literally the entire floor so you're going to get outside on the perimeter and you're going to be in a spot where hurdles going to assuming Pirtle's going to be out there he's going to have to come outside of the paint pick him up so mm-hmm. when you talk about the when you talk about the the depth front court depth to really lack thereof this episode of Lockdown Spurs is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come and reconnect. A place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Win or Lose is a place that teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come to recharge. It's a place you can always look forward to stopping at a long road trip and rest your legs and refuel look i have been to mcdonald's so many times i remember the one on southwest military drive for those y'all who are from san antonio where it used to have that old playground it still uh brings back good memories and even till today i still hit it up whenever i am traveling up and down military drive so hey you know what what you need to do right now is go to your local mcdonald's right now refuel and reconnect did somebody say Locked On Spurs watch party? Hey, either way, I'm loving it. I know we didn't really see Thaddeus Young at all the other day, but this actually might be a, a spot where we see Thaddeus Young play that mm-hmm. five spot because right. he can do a lot of those things where, yeah, he's not he's not the interior defender that, that Jakob Pertl is, that, that goes without saying, but that's not going to be totally exclusive to what mm-hmm. he's going to have to be doing this evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's going to have to be doing many of things this evening. So I wouldn't be surprised to watch out for that to see Thaddeus Young get more minutes tonight at the five and maybe even Eubanks getting some love at the five. Could be a big reason why Thad didn't play in the opening night. I mean, they didn't really need him considering the Spurs – Young guys had the game pretty much under control for the whole game. But, mm-hmm. hey, uh, f- fresh legs out of that, you know, for a game uh, versus Denver tonight. I think the Spurs and the Spurs fans will take that. Uh, you know, I get it. It's just one win, just the first game of many for the season. 
But Bryn Forbes, you know, after shining bright in the preseason, uh, you know, didn't connect at all. You know, he went over versus um, the Magic there. Uh, to me, I think he's going to have to not duplicate that performance, especially against a team that not only showcases Joker, but a lot of really good perimeter players, defenders on that Nuggets squad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a given. That, that, that's kind of a given. I don't think Forbes is going to come back with an offer like that again. But, I mean, tonight, tonight, you know what I'm looking really forward to? I'm really looking forward to seeing is I'm looking forward to seeing Michael Porter Jr. this evening because so much of the hype of the offseason has been his kind of evolution and growth and, and things like that. And now he's in a spot, especially with Jamal Murray still on the mend and coming back at whatever point he decides to come back in. Uh, that's one aspect of the game I'm looking forward to seeing. Because last season, you saw flashes of it as well. And where he just went off, he went ballistic. And mm-hmm. that's one of those names that, again, the Spurs are going to have to try to try to make something of tonight to try to slow down. Of course, that won't be totally Bryn Forbes' assignment. I would, I would hope that would not be Bryn Forbes' assignment <laughs> whatsoever. But yeah, it's kind of back to circle to one of your points to – you know, to a lot of the wings out there in anticipation of Forbes to bounce uh, bounce back this evening. That's the part they're going to have to do. And yeah. and matching up matching up with, with MPJ is going to be a challenge for a lot of these guys tonight. Yeah, Porter had 15 points, five assists, six rebounds, and the Nuggets win over Phoenix the other night. Uh, we were talking about Nikola Jokic. He had a double-double. Shocker, shocker there. 27 and 13 uh, rebounds. Uh, you know, one guy I'm also looking at too on the Nuggets side are 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 those it's a guy like uh, Aaron Gordon. You know, this is now he's gonna you know have another go yeah. with the Nuggets. How 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 much uh, meshing has he done with this team? He had 12 points, eight rebounds, four assists, and the win over the Phoenix Suns. But you look at this uh, Nuggets squad, and they're one of the up and coming teams. They're not here already. Do you see Denver being one of the last teams standing in the Western Conference? I was going to say up and coming. I think they're already yeah, here. They're here. Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I, I think we're past the point of up and coming right now. Mm-hmm. It really, it really depends. I mean, last year, last year the big reason that we didn't see them get to that next level is because they were hurt. Mm-hmm. They were hurt. They were banged up and. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but but they were banged up, and, and, and part of the reason we didn't see them advance. And when Jamal Murray gets back, that's really going to be the difference in determining, you would think at least, in determining whether this is a team that that is right in the middle of the pack of the Western Conference with a bunch of pretty good teams or a team that's going to take that step with the Lakers and mm-hmm. and the Suns, maybe to a degree. I think the Nuggets are probably closer to the Suns than they are the – or I should say, I think the Suns are probably closer to the Nuggets than they are the Lakers. But, you know, the Clippers, if they can get healthy as well, and then whatever Jamal Murray gives them is, in my mind, going to be the difference. I know I know mm-hmm. the guys who been filling in the past two years, Monty Morris, he's been, he's been largely, largely respectable, serviceable but probably not enough to help you win a playoff series. Mm-hmm. Indicative of the fact that last year they, they maxed out when they did. 
but it's a good team. It's, it's a really good team, good team either way. Yeah, it's a good team. The Spurs definitely have their work cut out tonight in Denver. But what we saw against Orlando was balanced scoring. That is just going to have to be something that this Spurs squad is going to have to do game in, game out. Because you know, whether it be Dejounte, whether it be Derek, Keldon, Devin Vassell, he had a career night in scoring nineteen points versus the Magic. That's what I like is about this squad is because if you're an opposing team. You can't just sit there and go, okay, we're going to focus on Tamar. Shut him down and we're good. Uh, or LMA or Kawhi, you know, something like that. The Spurs you know, don't have that option. They have uh, a, a roster where anybody can be the leading scorer. If you, you, we leave tomorrow's game and, or tonight's game, excuse me, and the, the Spurs won, and I look at the stat sheet and I say, oh, okay, um, you know, Devin was a leading scorer. Great. In the next game. Because I'm making this up. Sacramento. Oh, DeJounte was a leading scorer. Great. I think that's what we're going to see throughout the season, Casey. Just this fluctuation of which player is on, and that's who they're going to go with. Yeah, I agree. And we saw it, like you said, we saw it a couple nights ago. And how, what was the final tally? What were there? Six guys in double figures? Seven, seven guys? guys in double figures. Yeah, seven guys. Seven guys in double figures. And I think, I mean, that's the gift and the curse of being in the spot that the Spurs are in because – they have multiple guys who could put the ball in the basket, but sometimes when you get down in the home stretch like that, it's a lot better to have one closer, one specific mm-hmm. guy that you know can do exactly that and create for himself. And all right, we're one game into the season, so I'm not going to be over here and being like saying mm-hmm. they don't have that. But at right. this current moment, they they do not have that. And the rest of the way, I'm not totally sure that they will have that. I think a lot of people are. But, you know, to, to, to piggyback off your point, that's pretty much what this offense is going to look like, look like just about every night, right? It's what, yeah. it's, it's, it's what it's going to look like. You're not going to have Vassell blowing up like he did. Uh, like he did. I know a lot of those points were, it seemed like, I don't, again, I don't have the numbers in front of me. We're off deflections and transition. So that's kind of a, yeah, that, that's kind of a, a different mm-hmm. part of the offense when it's defense leading to offense and not exact, you know, having, having layups in transition. It's not the same thing, but that's, that's going to be a part of it. And one of those things we're going to be looking forward to the rest of the way is, is who becomes that guy and who, who gets a lot of those touches. And mm-hmm. to answer that as of now, I have no idea. Exactly. I have no idea. It, I have no idea. Yeah. And I did, they're going to sort that out. I mean, you, you, the usual suspects, you know, um, even for tonight's game versus Denver, you know, who's going to be leading this team scoring was well, either going to be Kelton or DeJounte. Likely one of those two guys are going to do it, but that's just early on this season. You know, get back to me and Casey, you know, at, at the midway point. Maybe that fluctuated. Maybe it's out Devin. You know, Devin has been very vocal about him showing that he can be a solid two way player for the Spurs. And at least in one game, he definitely proved that. I want to talk about DeJounte Murray. Um, Four steals against the Magic. And I, I, you know, I know a lot of fans are probably saying, well, it was against the Magic. But, you know, I, I, I highlight that is because you alluded to that right now, Casey. Just defense likely is going to have to generate their high-powered offense and their, their fast break. Because what we saw against the Magic, once they got that rebound or were, were out in the open court, they were running, Casey. 
Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. Oh yeah, oh yeah, without a doubt, and, and without a doubt, and I think, I think what you're going to see with a lot of these these evenings, especially against some of the good teams, some of the older teams, where they are talent wise, which is going to be, I guess, now that I, now that I said it out loud, most nights they're going to be outmatched talent wise is that the best way for them to compete is to play to their strengths. And their biggest strength right now, this first squad, is is their legs, their youth, and the athleticism. And the best way to do that is put themselves in a position where they can run, they can be active, they can use their wheels, their ability to, to, to jump high and run fast and create mm-hmm. problems and all those things. And we saw it in that Magic game. At one point, it was like in the first quarter, within the first six minutes, they're running a two-two-one press out there. I'm like, oh my god, are we in high school? What's going, you know, what's going on <laughs> out here? <laughs> but it, it'll be little things like that, little things like that, because in the half court to get a bucket, it's not going to happen, and they're going to have to score a lot of their points this year in, in I guess, plus transition territory. And and if it's looking at least a little bit like what we saw the other day, that could be a good thing. But on, I mean, on the contrary, it's also be a bad thing as well when that's one of your main main focal points of the offense side of things. Right. You know, and look, if the, the Spurs get throttled by Denver later on tonight, or if they, you know, just are playing tough throughout the entire period, I just want this team just to learn. You know, if mm-hmm. they get smacked up and down by Denver, so be it. I'm fine with that. You know, we had had a I want to get your thoughts on this too. We had it yesterday's uh, guest here in Lockdown Spurs, we were talking about how the, during the Orlando game, one thing that really got got under his skin was when the Spurs were up 20, uh, he felt that Pop should have called a timeout and, and yanked everybody. And this was like kind of already early, you know, or late third period already. He was very uh-huh. vocal about that. I said, no, you don't. You keep them in there for development purposes. Um you know, let them learn how to maintain a lead. If Orlando comes storming back, let them learn how to weather the storm. Uh, You know, he was just more like, well, you know, you don't want to run the risk of injuries. I'm saying, well, you know, injuries can happen at any moment. They can happen right now. One of the guys is getting his luggage packed for, you know, to head on out to the arena and he trips and he falls. Right. My point is, is that, you know where do you stand on that? Let's just say tonight Denver is just throttling San Antonio. You keep the keep the young bucks out there so they can learn. Sit them on the bench. You know I, how should you p- approach that, or vice versa? If the if the Spurs are in the thick of things, you know, or or they're the ones thumping Denver. You know, I, I find that very interesting because 
how far does development go when games are out of hand on whether the Spurs are in control or they're not? I think it depends where you are in the game. I do. I do think that at this point of the season, at this point of the season when you're not really running on fatigue for the most part, like a lot of these teams are, when you get to the to the midpoint of the year, I think you're in better shape to to leave them out there and experiment. So I, I tend to lean more in, in your direction, mainly because right. this is not, not only just the young, old, get an experience thing like that or, or get experience kind of thing because they're young. I think it's also because we're, what, like 48 hours into the new season? Spurs aren't right. the only team that's trying to find their chemistry at this point. Mm-hmm. 30 other teams, 29 other teams are in the same spot as them. They're trying to find their chemistry as well. Uh, I mean, if it's a 20-point game in the third quarter, I think you leave them out there at that point. If it's a 20-point game with two minutes left, that's probably a different story. Mm-hmm. But right now, largely, I'm in the camp that I'm in the camp that you're in. In that, let them stay out there. Let them play. Get the reps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get, get the, the reps, reps yeah. get the chemistry. Yeah. yeah. And 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 yeah, and is, this is I guess the other reason for that approach too is this is not um a big three era anymore. This is not, you know, where we got Damar LMA on board, you know, the older veterans, they gotta rest, you know, sit them down. Mm-hmm. You know, this person don't have that luxury anymore. They got to play these guys. And if they want to further the development, then yeah, if Denver is smacking them up tonight, leave them out there. I say leave them out there. Heck, throw in Primo in there. I know Spurs fans would love that, but just oh, let yeah. them learn learn how to get that. By the way, should we retire Primo's jersey already? I think Man, we should. He, yeah, he got all kinds of love the other day, right? He's, he's cool. Hey, he, he, he is now the uh, among the NBA uh, Spurs franchise best in field goal percentage. He, he's a hundred percent Casey. You just just call it a season yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. Rookie of the year. Is. Give him give him the honor right now. Rookie of the year. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> he took one three-point shot versus Magic, and he made it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. That's all I need to see. That's all I need way, to he, see. Even though, you know, he didn't – he played you – know, good for him, by the way, or Popovich in this case. You know, he, he put Primo out there with, like, four minutes and some change. Uh, but you know when he took that three, man? He just took it with confidence. There was no hesitation. There was nothing. He even had a uh, dribble penetration, and I think he passed it to Jock Landale, and Jock Landale messed up the uh, the layup. But my point is that he's finding those those guys in, in traffic among the trees, uh, those laser pinpoint passes. I just like that the little sample we saw out of Primo in uh, game one versus the Magic. But I'm, is Casey Vieira going to get a Primo jersey? Um, <laughs> that's going to be in the next baller brief. Should Casey yeah. Vieira get a primo jersey? Is is he already buying, or is he still looking at the options uh, for young uh, primo? Uh, I'll think about it. I'll think, think about, about it. it. All right, all right. <laughs> we'll think about it. We're talking with Casey Vieira. He is the host of the Baller Brief. Check it out on YouTube to search for it there. Subscribe right now. He's also uh, one half of Vieira's NSA, another YouTube show with he and his wife. Follow him on 
Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Casey, a few more thoughts about tonight's game, Spurs, Nuggets. Um, how do you see the game going? I mean, do I even have to ask? Uh, or, or do you actually think this team is going to be competitive against uh, the Denver Nuggets? They'll compete. They won't win, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. that I, I, it's like it's like that uh, Sports Illustrated article uh, that came out recently, right before the season started. Uh, they're giving their preview of the season for San Antonio, and this was one of the anonymous scouts' take on the uh, Spurs. They're going to play hard every day, <laughs> so, right? I got a kick out of that. I mean, yay! I don't think that. Yeah, yeah, you take that for whatever it's worth. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean. If they lost, if they got blown out the other day on opening night, or I mean, even if they lost on opening night, yeah, I don't think the energy would be the same. But they, they're going to be pumped up. They're going to be mm-hmm. pumped up. They played. They played well. They played well to start the season. A lot of things go their way. Well, I, I mean, I shouldn't say that in that respect because they created a lot of things that went their way. But there was a lot of positives to build off of. So they're going to go out there. They're going to play hard. They're going to play hard tonight. But it's going to kind of be the case like we've seen with with them or going to see with them and a lot of good teams is that they're just going to be outmatched on the talent front. That's mm-hmm. probably how it goes again tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And, again, if the Spurs are getting throttled, I hope Popovich leaves them out there. I, I think I think the game is going to be competitive until you know, the second half. I think that's when Denver probably puts – the clamps down on San Antonio and shows them who's the big boys in town and um, take it to San Antonio. But it's just, that's just so much talent from, from Gordon mm-hmm. to Joker, uh, you, you know, Will Barton. Um, there's just so many other guys. This, this is a loaded roster for Denver. Um, Jamichael Green, you know, former Spur, you know, he's now with them. They could just throw a waves and different looks at San Antonio. Not to say the Spurs can't do that to Denver as well, but for the most, for most of these these kids, this is going to be their first time uh, playing in front of a, an away team's full crowd. Devin Vassell didn't experience that last year. If Trey Jones plays, you know he's he's going to experience that. Primo is going to be playing. You know, hopefully he does, and if he does, you know he's going to be experiencing that. So a lot of newness to this uh, game for some of the players and moving forward. But you just hope they learn every day. Every game, Casey, get a little better each and every week. But, man, goodness, this month, this month. Do Spurs fans just already just kind of be resigned to a long month already? Because I'm I'm already there. Mentally, I'm there. I'm saying, you know what? This is just going to be a bad month. Just it is what it is. Yeah, probably. But that's okay, though. Because I think, I think that's going to be – that's going to be a lot, of, a lot of Spurs basketball this year, and they're just going to have to be resigned to – to losing it is and, and that's i mean is it everyone listen everyone thinks rebuilds are all fun and games until you go out there and you see them <laughs> lose 50 games yeah can, 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 can we just remind spurs fans what's up with san antonio right now so they got denver tonight so yay we know they got the, the nuggets so then they got the back-to-back so then they come to san antonio the next night um saturday and host the bucks okay and then guess who comes in after that to San Antonio? The Lakers. Oh, and then after that, Casey, they got to go on the road and go visit the Dallas Mavericks. By the way, when they're done with the Dallas Mavericks, they got to come back to San Antonio. I'm sorry, then leave Dallas, excuse me, go to Milwaukee and face the Bucks again. Then they got to go play Indiana. So, yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, after Indiana, they got they got a uh, the host the Mavericks again. Their so next game where they can probably start. probably pick up a W is against the Magic again, November fifth. They'll be. I, I, they could beat Indiana. I don't think Indiana is any good this year. Well, mm-hmm. maybe not. I mean, I mean, Carlisle's there now, and and mm-hmm. I think Carlisle's a. Well, not Carlisle is Carlisle or might be Carlisle is a better coach than than Nate Bjorn, what, what Bjornson, whatever his name was yep. last year. What was his name? Bjornson, Bjornson, that guy. Yep. yep. That guy. I mean, they hated him. They hated him, and and by all accounts, they hated him in in Indiana. So I think by default, that's probably you know a, a better basketball team. Plus, they're a little bit healthier. Mm-hmm. I think they can beat Indy. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Yes, override, overriding sentiment being the same. It's it's uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be going to be a little tough. It's going to be a little tough. All right, let's go ahead and put a wrap on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. But before we do that, let's catch you up with some news and notes. Casey, I, do you want to go uh, meet up with NBA champion Bryn Forbes? He's going to be uh, where? having a meet That's and greet. Meetups happening. Yeah. Where, where, yeah, exactly. Where's the meetup? Happening? The meetup is happening October twenty fourth. At 403 Blue Star Suite 106. If you're in San Antonio, that's where he'll be on that day, 3 to 4 p.m. He'll be signing okay. autographs. Okay. Yep, yep. At Roots Salad Kitchen. So, I don't, you know, Salad Kitchen. I mean, you want to go to a place that serves salads? I guess. I mean, you're on a diet. I mean, I mean if, you're, if you're a salad enthusiast, I know. <laughs> <laughs> If you like that, so, hey, really roots but, is the place to go. There will be a UTSA football player there as well with Bryn Forbes, Frank Harris. So if you want to meet a UTSA football player and an NBA champion, Bryn Forbes, hey, go check it out. Good. UTSA, yeah, they are. Forbes went out there to a game recently. He uh, knows. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He's going to be following the Roadrunners. Uh, yeah. Now that they're in a, they're in a different conference now, right? They switched. Uh, yeah, to... they just um, the uh, American. American. That just, that just wrapped up. They're moving to the American. I hope Jeff Trailer is is around for a little while for that move. I don't think he will be. I don't. Yeah. I don't no. think he will be. And look, it, look, a that, that's a good. Coaches, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of these coaches, these jobs at this level, UTSA, they're kind of like anywhere else, a stepping mm-hmm. stone kind of job. Exactly. Might not be. Exactly. All right. And other Spurs news. Congratulations to Tim Duncan, David Robinson, and George Gervin. They've been named to the NBA's 75th anniversary team. It those were a no-brainers. I mean, Timmy, David, and, and Ice. Yeah. No-brainers. But the NBA, uh, Casey, at least of this recording, has not revealed the remaining players. I ask you, do you think Parker and Ginobili could sneak in? Oh, they announced 50. Yeah, they announced 50 already. So you got 25 left. I saw that was the debate on Twitter, and I don't know. I I don't know. I don't don't know. I don't part. I think right now, maybe. I say, yeah. Oh, I was going to go the other way. I was going to say Parker, maybe. Um, I don't. Gun to my head. I don't think either get on. No. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm there. I don't, I don't think either make it. Because 
you know what I mean? Because, like, outside of San Antonio, there's just so much of the, for, for people who don't keep as close an eye on it as they do in San Antonio, a wider perspective. They see Parker, Ginobili, they see them as fringe all-stars, good, good, not, certainly not role players, but definitely, they, you don't, outside of San Antonio, you don't associate those two names as top 75 players. Like, you, you, you live in New York. If you go down the street right now and ask a basketball fan, they're going to say, man, no, probably not. Because yeah. what do we oh, know? Oh, no. Know they were, yeah. yeah. I mean, we know them not as the big three Spurs. We know them part of the Tim Duncan, Greg Popovich dynasty Spurs. Outside of here, that's probably how it's viewed, right? Yep. No, I, I agree with you. I think you, you have to, you know, you know when I, when I meet a, a non-Spurs fan, They'll say the usual suspects. It's it, Timmy and David and Ice. And that's where it pretty much ends. You know, I rarely, you know, once in a while, maybe Parker, because he was a, little, he was a, a lot uh, more, more visible, you know, with his marriage to Eva Longoria, you know, his. Yeah. You remember that yeah. incident he had at that nightclub where he was hanging mm-hmm. out? Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. And he had to play yeah. with the goggles for like a month. Yeah, and that's why he had to play with the goggles that following season because he had glass thrown in his eye. So that wasn't Chris Brown involved in that? Too? Yes, Chris Brown was right? there, and I think it was in New York too. I think that's where it happened. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds about right. right. Yeah. So I think Parker might be a little bit name more name recognition with him, but Manu, no. Tony Parker was destined to be a Nick. <laughs> he was. That's <laughs> just hearing that Tony was destined to be a Nick. Yeah. He he wanted to be a rapper and he did it. He did a French rap oh, album. Oh God, no! Cringe. Oh, that God. was so cringe. <laughs> I can't. I can't what? look at it, Kate. Hey, we gotta listen. You know what? We're gonna. You know what we're gonna have to do? We're gonna have to touch base on Monday because Kawhi's album comes out today. You saw that, right? I saw that. I saw that. Is he <laughs> rapping or no? Or is he just? I don't. I think he's I rapping. Know. That's what I. I was under the impression that he was rapping. Well, I, I thought that it was more of a producing thing, like his album that he produced is coming out. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But regardless, uh, that Tony Parker rap moment he had in his life was cringy. Cringy. <laughs> we all go through existential crises at some point in our lives, right? I, I guess. Well, his was early in his life then. Yeah, I mean, except this game at thirty. At yeah, thirty. You know, um, I I remember the one of the videos where I think the, the the then silver dancers were in it, and they're like dancing at like some fake club, and then oh, you know Parker he's he's coming out of the you know he's in the bar, and you know in the background you hear him rapping, and he's kind of slow motion walking, and then you see his then wife Eva Longoria come in out of nowhere like oh god Tony what are you thinking. What was oh. you told me about it because, like, as we always say, you got a couple of years on me. What was the name of the club that you said that, like, you had to have like a membership card into? You said you had one. Oh yes, I was that Planeta Club Planeta in San Antonio back in the day, or uh, the I mean, Piranha yeah, Club? I mean, no, it was of the Piranha Club. I think it was Piranha. Rana, I know you had to have a membership to get in. Um, 
That's where Tony shot it. <laughs> and I'm Tony aging myself. I don't know if I don't know if the kids remember that. I mean, we're going way back with that kind of club oh, yeah. life in San Antonio, yeah. but um, it was just so bad. He was he was banking on that because I think was it Brent Berry got him to rap after the 03 title in at the Alamo Dome. And he rapped in French and everybody was just loving it. And I think it went to his head. And next thing you know, he's releasing an album. There's a joke that exists somewhere in there that I'm not gonna make. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know where you're I know where you're going with it. I know I know exactly where you're going. Look, your dog knows. Your, yeah, your dog knows where it's going. Yeah. Yeah, don't do it, Casey. Don't every don't time do you it. say that. Yeah, every time you bring up Parker and Brent Berry, jokes start a flying. But uh, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, we're, we're here, definitely hearing from Casey's pup there. But uh, if you want to talk to us, up. yeah, let me mute myself here so you can do your, <laughs> yeah. your clothes. All right, thank you. We'll, we'll bring you yeah, back on, I'm Casey. Yeah. All right, I'm muting so, myself, Jeff. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're done talking. Casey's done talking. We want to hear from you about uh, your thoughts on the Spurs Nuggets game. Uh, how do you see it going down? You can let Casey know on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Make sure to check out his YouTube show or shows, Vieira's an SA, as well as the Baller Brief. And subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Uh, Stitcher, Google, I- iTunes, spe- smart speakers. It's all there for you. And thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Now, look, at the end of the week. Go check out whoa, Locked On Nuggets. Uh, see what's going on with them. What they think about the Spurs as they host, well, their team, they host the Nuggets. Um, yeah, bring in and invite to the Mile High City, the San Antonio Spurs. So for Casey Vieira and his dog, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Mm-hmm.